Hello, you're listening to a Doc Talk podcast short with Dr. Neil Galletly and me, James Pikeaway. And March is um, Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and it's a month where we try and promote those conversations about colorectal cancer or colon cancer or bowel cancer. You know, I guess in different parts of the world, we call it different things, but it's all the same thing. It's cancer affecting the large intestine, the colon, the bottom part of the digestive tract. And the reasons we need to be talking about it are, it's common. Right. So in and treatable. It, well, it's treatable. And you know what, James, it's not only treatable, it's potentially preventable as well. That's, even, that's, that's the word I, we want to hear, yeah, prevention. Exactly. You can prevent this from happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, it, it, it's common. It's in a lot of countries, it's in the top three most common cancers. So, you know, a lot of people suffer from it. And sadly, it's also very much up there in one of the top three causes of cancer death. Wow. So it's a cancer that a lot of people are sadly dying from. And like any cancer, the longer it takes to find it, the longer it takes to diagnose it, the harder it is to treat, the more likely you are not to have a good outcome from it. Does do early stages, do we have symptoms that people are ignoring or it just doesn't manifest quickly? Why, why is it so high on the list? So when cancer is pretty advanced, you start noticing symptoms. You start noticing things like a change in the bowel habit, particularly maybe going to the toilet a bit more frequently or maybe the toilet being a bit softer. Now, you know, of course, from time to time, we all get a bit of diarrhea for a day or two days or something like that. So I'm talking about a persistent change. I'm talking about something that's been going on for a few weeks or so that you don't really have a good explanation for. So changes in bowel habit, it can cause bleeding, so this kind of big cancer can potentially cause bleeding. So you may see blood in the poop um, and things like tummy pain, things like tiredness, things like unexplained weight loss. These are also potential symptoms. So yeah, big cancers can cause symptoms, but early cancers are less likely to be causing these things. If they are causing symptoms, maybe they'll be pretty you know, vague, and there you may not notice them quite so much, or they may not be causing symptoms at all. So that's the challenge, is being able to find cancers early, maybe before they're really causing much in the way of symptoms, so we can get great cure rates if we find them and treat them. What's the screening process? Already. So screening is all about finding these things early. And not only that, but as I'll talk about in a second, also preventing these things. Okay, so with screening, most countries recommend that from a certain age, it's sensible to either start having periodic checks on the colon with a colonoscopy or doing regular poop tests to see if there's hidden traces of blood in the stool. Now, for most countries, the cutoff, the, the age they start recommending doing this is at the age of 50. But over the last 10 years or so, we've been seeing increased incidence of colon cancer, of bowel cancer in younger people. We're seeing it a lot more in people in their 40s. And so because of this, about four years ago in the US, they changed their guidelines. They said, listen, we used to recommend you should start at 50. Now we're saying start at 45 because we're seeing cancer in this younger 
age group. So the guidelines in the US are 45 now. The guidelines here in the UAE have changed to follow suit, so it's also 45. So now we're saying, you know, we're starting having those conversations with patients at 45 about starting screening. Now, this is for people with no risk factors. This is for people with no family history of colon cancer and people with risk factors in people who may be their father or their, um, their brother or someone like that has had colon cancer. We want to be starting screening earlier than that. Oh, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. And, and again, something we want to be talking about. People need to be talking about this and recognizing that it is out there. And you can screen for it and ultimately uh, prevent this. Absolutely. And let's talk about prevention because, you know, so far we've talked about screening to find early cancers. And so cancers that are much more curable and treatable. But let's talk about prevention. So, and this, in my mind, is one of the most important roles of screening. And this, in my mind, is why colonoscopy is the best screening test rather than doing the regular poop tests. So, most bowel cancers, most colon cancers, start life as a tiny polyp. Polyp is like a little water-like growth or a little mushroom-like growth on the inside lining of the bowel where the cells are just starting to divide a little bit more quickly than their neighbors. They're starting to grow a little bit more quickly than their neighbors. So they heap up into this little wart or mushroom-type appearance on the inside lining of the bowel. And we think over time, there is a chance in one of these polyps that it could, the cells can undergo more mutations. They can start dividing faster and faster, and that's how cancers form. And we think typically it takes about 10 years for a tiny polyp to potentially grow into a cancer. Wow. So that gives us a big window, a 10-year window to intervene. It means if we can look in someone's colon, if we can find polyps, and we can remove them because doing a colonoscopy, you can find polyps down to, you know, one or two millimeters in size. If you have a careful look, if you look for all the polyps, if you remove all the polyps during a colonoscopy, you can stop any of those polyps from having a future risk of growing and turning into a colon cancer. Ah. So like I say, that's how we can prevent colon cancer. We can not only find early cancers, but we can find these precancerous or potentially precancerous polyps we can remove these and we can stop you from having colon cancer in the future. Wow. So this, this, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's super important. It's, it's something we don't talk about enough because, you know, who goes to dinner parties and talks about colonoscopy uh, uh, and no things like that? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I just think because of, you know, the whole fact that of what it is, people just generally don't want to talk about that. It's not something you share with your friends, except if you're going and you've had the, you know, the, the what did you call the, the liquid that you drink, the dynamite juice? The, oh, the bowel prep, yeah. 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 You know, maybe someone will mention that, but otherwise no one's talking about the rest and it's something we need to talk about. It's, it's, it's a natural thing and we need to do our best to sort this out. No, it is. You know, it, it is a really, really important screening program. And, you know, anyone, certainly above the age of 50, now probably over the age of 45, we need to be having those conversations with our friends, with our family, with our loved ones. We need to be encouraging them to go and get screened. It's not about, you know, you don't want to wait for symptoms. Once you start getting symptoms, things might be too late. You want to be, I'm feeling great. I'm 45 or I'm 50. I'm feeling great. Let me make sure I carry on feeling great for the next 10, 20 years. And by doing a colonoscopy, you can potentially save someone's life 
by either finding something early or even better by finding something that you can remove to prevent problems in the future. And look, put it on your calendar. March, where you're listening right now, is Colon Cancer Awareness Month. So, so activate, get going. <laughs>